I'm Barbara Olwig. And I'm Travis Randolph. And this is Encapsulated, the Express Scripts podcast. Where we have conversations with the people tackling today's biggest healthcare challenges. So welcome, Beverly Beal. You are a telephonic nurse clinician. Um, You are located in Memphis, Tennessee. And we're really glad to have this chance to sit down and chat with you this morning. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for inviting me. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about being a telephonic nurse clinician? What, what does that mean and kind of what does your daily life look like? Um, as a telephonic nurse clinician here at Credo, I essentially educate patients that take uh, injectable medications or oral medications for chronic illness. I am assigned to a, a specific team. Uh, we have several, we call them therapeutic resource centers um, that are dedicated to patients that have specific chronic illnesses. A credo, that's our specialty pharmacy, correct? Correct. We deal with um, the specialty medications patients take. And what is your specific uh, TRC focused on? Um, I work for the uh, inflammatory TRC. It's called RA for rheumatoid arthritis and inflammatory. The conditions uh, that the patients that I deal with have are rheumatoid arthritis, uh, psoriatic arthritis, ankylosing spondylitis, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, Mm. um, lupus, um, and those types of conditions. And we deal with patients that um, can be children all the way up to elderly folks. And when you say you de- the patients you deal with, what what exactly do you mean by dealing with patients? Do you are you talking to them on the phone or are you um, kind of walking them through their treatment? What what does that look like? Telephonic nursing um, is a rather new, but it's very innovative and it allows us to deliver um, needed care. And um, as a telephonic nurse, um, I connect primarily by telephone with our members to give guidance and support um, for their varied healthcare needs. Now, um, we do provide vital education that informs our patients on actions and decisions that they need to make with their medication in order to remain compliant and um, to be successful in treating their chronic illness. We also provide referrals um, to other resources that we have, like social workers and dietitians. You mentioned, um, Beverly, that these are some of these uh, medications are injectable. So are these people doing their own administering of the drugs? Most of the medications are self-injectables, either by a pen or subcutaneous, which means underneath the skin into the fatty tissue, mm-hmm. by a pre-filled syringe. Now, there are other therapeutic resource centers that may be instructing on intramuscular, but primarily the medications that I deal with are going to be subcutaneous. There are a couple of tablets um, that are relatively new that patients are taking for some of these conditions. So they've already received instruction, I'm assuming, from um, another person at Acredo, as far as how to do these injections? No, ma'am. We get the patient after they've been onboarded. In other words, you know, the the prescription takes a journey 
Um, and, and many people don't understand that. This is not like taking your prescription to your local retail pharmacy where you present a prescription and in 10 or 15 minutes, they turn around and they hand you your medication and you leave. These medications um, many times have to be um, pre-certified. And the reason that that's important is that many of these medications can cost thousands of dollars per dose. And some patients mm -hmm. may have to take one injection a week, two injections a week, or one every other week. But the cost could be devastating if it had to come out of pocket. So mm -hmm. by talking to nurses on a regular basis, we can explain to you the importance of taking your medication as prescribed in order to get the maximum benefit. The other thing that people misunderstand is that once they get better, there's a thought process that comes to mind that says, I don't need this medicine anymore. Um, and so people will start skipping doses or they'll stop taking their medicine for a period of time. Uh, the other thing that people don't understand is that the medication can take many times three to six months before you get that therapeutic benefit. So one of my favorite puns is that, you know, we're talking about medicine, not magic. So, you know, you ah. have to, you, we, well, and it's the truth, you know, um, we live in a, you know, in a, in my opinion, uh, a society where we're used to instant, <laughs> we want instant relief mm -hmm. and we want instant cure. And it doesn't matter that the condition didn't de develop overnight. Um, we, we as consumers expect that we will get you know, instant cure. And unfortunately, that's not happening. And what I want to do is I want to offer you support while the medication is working to help mm. you understand that, you know, there is relief, but, you know, the relief is a process. So is the converse then also true that if the medication might take up to six months to really reach a therapeutic level, in my blood, might I then, after a couple of weeks or a month, say, well, this isn't working. I'm going to stop taking it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that happens a lot, unfortunately. Remember that with many of these medicines, particularly with the ones that I'm dealing with, will not only help with the pain and the inflammation that you are experiencing right now, but it helps prevent further deterioration. Ah. So by taking the medicine consistently, what you see is an improvement over time. So I get calls from a patient care advocate who has scheduled the medication and transfers to the nurse so that I can give them the initial education. Beverly, how long have you been a nurse? Not just with a credo, but overall. <laughs> um, I'm an old soul. I graduated from nursing school in 1976. So I attended my um, nursing school 40-year reunion yeah, a couple of years ago. Mm. So you've talked about the society we live in, everybody's wanting instant. Um, have you seen that problem kind of get worse over the years of your career? Are people you know, less likely to stay the course even... Um, if they're asked to or when they're not seeing those instant results? You know, when I first started and worked in the world's largest private hospital, we had patients that came in for testing that stayed several days to have essentially what you would call a physical 
Today, we're doing outpatient surgeries for gallbladders, you know, and in the, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in previous times, that could have been mm, a three to five, probably an average of a five-day stay. And I can tell you that from my own experience. Nobody these days gets into the hospital for anything, including IV antibiotics, uh, that can be treated at home. So what we want to do, particularly with patients with chronic illness, is keep that from occurring by keeping you compliant to your therapy so that you can enjoy uh, your health and your activities of daily living, um, much like anyone without a chronic illness. And I guess to go along with that, the telephonic nurse clinician, uh, that, that role you said is very innovative. And now people don't even have to go to the hospital to see a nurse. They can just uh, call you and get their treatment options that way. Correct. Our pharmacists answer calls 24 hours, seven days a week. Our nurses are here Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern. When I end my calls, I make sure that the patient that I'm talking to understands and um, receives um, a phone number for a direct line. Um, I want them to know that we're here, and if we don't know the answer, we can direct the call to get them uh, where they need to go. But I, I want them to know that we're here, we offer you this service, and um, give us a call at any time. You know, Beverly, to, to that point, we always ask our um, interview partners a series of questions prior to sitting down with you. And something you wrote um, in response to one of our questions was that um, a credo allows you to give each patient 100% of your undivided attention, and you also wrote that this is the ultimate goal of a nurse. Were you able to do that in a hospital setting? Is that why a credo um, is so so well suited to to what your goals are? It is. Um, you know, I were I came from the emergency room, and um, in that particular role, you know, we we lived and thrived on chaos. And with this particular position that I hold today, I talk to one person at a time. Um, I can answer their questions um, without any distractions. Many times I'm talking to, you know, a husband and a wife or a parent and a child um, that pick up extensions and they're able to ask questions. And so giving somebody my 100% of my, of my undivided attention, I feel is not only suited to me, but it's a better way for our patients to receive what they need regarding their, their illness and uh, regarding their medication. I only do one patient at a time. <laughs> Yeah, and it seems like the uh, the quality of care has got to be you know much higher when you can really focus on not not only you know what you're doing but what they're saying. Absolutely, and they know that they have my phone number. If a question, I always tell them if you have a question or concerns, 
please don't hesitate to give us a call. You have our number. Also, you know that I'm going to call you back at periodic intervals. Some people like to just jot their questions down and leave them near their phone. Um, other times, um, you know, what I consider when I'm um, talking with patients is, you know, some people are under time constraints. They want the information. So I can deliver that information to you in 10 minutes if that's what you have available. Hearing you explain these things to us, it's it's very eye-opening and it, it, it's very clear that you have the, you know, patience that you need and you have the, um, you know, experience you need to you know, excel at this line of work. How do you start passing that along to people that are new to the position? You know, I get to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful that I get to do that in a number of ways. Um, recently, I uh, took a course that was offered by the company, and they call it um, a TAP course. And what that actually did is it provided me with tools and techniques to allow me to effectively support a variety of business training needs. Um, I have been had been precepting, and the precepting is a new hire comes in, they go into onboarding that tells them something about our company and maybe broad brushes, some of the tools that we use. Um, and then I sit with them one-to-one, generally for four weeks or better, and show them where our resources are and how and we do things. Now, by taking that TAP course, um, new employees, nurses, come in uh, and they spend their first day in a general orientation with all employees. And then I'm able to provide them with the next three days of specifically showing them the tools that they need to operate our systems. And then education comes in, they provide them with the necessary tools about a particular therapeutic resource center. And then once you have that background, then again, you will come back to me and I will not only um, demonstrate but I will help you demonstrate and coach you through um, the process of becoming an effective telephonic nurse. So, you know, and you were talking about earlier about the difference between emergency room nursing and um, telephonic nursing is many of the resources that we have right here at Acredo. You know, if you're in the emergency room and you need to talk to a dietitian, you may not get, or a social worker, you know, you may not be able to, to do that right then, right there, you know. Uh, but here, you know, we can make those referrals. Um, and you don't have to, you know, leave your home to do that. If you need a pharmacist, I'm going to get you to a pharmacist. If I can't get you there in two minutes, I'm going to ask you if you would like to continue to, to hold or would you like our pharmacist to call you back? But, but that's where y- you get to choose. Got it. So I, I have a question. You know, you mentioned you came from emergency room nursing, which from a layman person like me, I would consider that you were more of a generalist in nursing. And now you're in a very specific um, feel, a very specific therapeutic lane, if you will. Did you have to become educated in the inflammatory disease states, and that's the education process that you just explained to us? Or do nurses come in with specific knowledge in a specific medical field? 
It can be both, but let me say this. We educate our nurses um, specifically to the disease processes and the medications that are associated with that medication and give them the tools and the resources. You know, when I came in here, and and, and I think that perhaps this may make me a more effective um, preceptor or teacher in that it was a very steep learning curve for me. You were talking a language I, I, you know, I didn't know that there were telephonic nurse clinicians, to be honest with you. I had worked in large hospitals. I'd worked in a number of different areas, you know, in psychiatry, and I'd worked in oncology, and I had worked in, you know, general med surge and, you know, acute care. But telephonic nursing, particularly in in a pharmacy, because, you know, we're not dealing in hospital rules, we're dealing in pharmacy rules. And that's a little bit different. You've been with Accredo since 2011. And have you been in that role of telephonic nurse clinician for all of those eight years? Yes, but the role has okay. changed tremendously since the time I started. When I started, we we had a list, you know, like a spreadsheet, but it was on the computer where we dialed people's phone numbers all day long. And, you know, we didn't ah. get in touch. And, you know, I left messages all day long, you know, for people that didn't couldn't answer the telephone, asking them to call us back. Today, we have an auto dialer that leaves messages for us, but when you pick up your phone, it automatically connects you to a nurse. I mean, before it makes the call, it makes sure it has like two or three nurses available so that in most circumstances, as soon as you answer and it gives you some disclosures, I'm on the line and um, and I'm able to, by experience, discern what it is, what drug, you know, that you're taking and where you are in this process. And that's, again, those are the skills that we have to teach our nurses. I think the toughest thing for any telephonic nurse at the beginning is not so much the teaching because, you know, we can provide them exactly what they need to to tell each and every patient. So folks don't need to be worried, well, I got the new nurse. The new nurse has as much information as I do and as much resources. You mentioned that uh, when you started your career, you couldn't have even imagined something like a telephonic nurse clinician. What made you want to get into the field? You know, it's interesting. This is where social media comes into play. Um, I had a a friend that said that she worked for the best place and uh, she worked Monday through Friday days and had weekends and holidays off. Now, can you imagine that for a nurse? I mean, I've worked, you know, (laughs) 24 seven around the clock, you know, I've had experience as a nurse manager in the past and it's like, we never close. You know, it doesn't matter what the weather is. It doesn't matter, you know, rain, sleet, snow, us and the postman, we're out there. We got to go in if you're working in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was a scary for me. And it might seem like a steep learning curve at the beginning, and it was for me. So I can, you know, I can offer reassurance because it's scary. And, you know, really and truly, the patients that we deal with are glad to hear from us overall. Does it live up to your friend's recommendation? Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, she said that. It just so happened. <laughs> I must say, thank you for redirecting me. Um, it just so happened. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
Yeah, it just so happened uh, that not only did my friend there, but the um, manager also knew as well. So when I came in for my interview, between the two of those, you know, it was a change. And I was going to go from working 36 hours a week to working 40 hours a week. But the difference between working eight hours a day and 12 hours a day, that's, you know, eight hours to a 12-hour emergency room nurse seemed like a piece of cake. Mm. Um, and at the time, um, everyone, uh, worked in the office and, um, you know, it was, it was all well and fine, but it took me some time, but I believe everything happens for a reason. And it was, uh, it was time for me to do something different. You know, I told you healthcare has changed and I've been, uh, I've been fortunate enough to experience that. But even in the emergency room, you're under the pressure to get people in and get people out. And so, you mm-hmm. know, the stopwatch, the stopwatch thing had, um, you know, it just wasn't what it used to be. And, and, and I get that. I get that. What advice would you give somebody that was thinking about coming on board at a credo? You have to be cooperative with other departments. You have to be able to manage your time. You have to know what your resources are. And you have to use those. You know, one of the things that I feel very fortunate to um, be able to do is be a resource for new folks. They're used to seeing me come in. They're used to seeing me, you know, uh, I, I did their onboarding. So even if I'm not their preceptor, they know that I'm a person you can ask questions to. Um, and the same thing with um, the nurses in my TRC as you know, uh, in in the questions that you asked me previously, I'm the editor of our, our newsletter. And in that newsletter, I provide, you know, any information I can find that, about new drugs, uh, new uses for the drugs, you know, what can make us, um, you know, uh, I give them things like um, news you can use or what's wrong with this picture in order to get them to take a look at some things that that could perhaps make us better. If you're someone who, um, you know, has spent enough time in chaos and want a role where you can make a difference in somebody else's life on a one-to-one individual basis and you're good at um, working alone, um, then this is perfect. So in referring back to what you said about your time in the emergency room, then I assume that when you're on the phone with one of your patients now in this role, that there is not a, a, a time clock on the wall counting down, that if that patient needs more of your time, then you're absolutely free to give it to them? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, d- don't, um, you know, I can see a timer. I know, you know, and, and, and you know, there's an average for, you know, the time it takes to do um, like an initial clinical education, but that I'm not going to be penalized because our patient needs more time in order to provide them the value. You know, remember what we're trying to do is we're trying to keep them compliant and um, knowledge uh, and information um, will help them do that. So the answer to your question is, if you need 25 minutes, you got 25 minutes. 
If you need longer, you've got longer. If you want me to say it as fast as I can, you know, I can do that too. I can do that too. You know, I mean, some people are speed readers and speed, you know, you know, you know, I got 10 minutes. Okay, ready, set. And I'm looking at a timer. I can do it in 10. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you listen, I'll talk. Well, but- <laughs> Beverly, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with us. This has been great. And honestly, I've learned a lot just because of, you know, your ability to uh, boil things down and, uh, you know, tell them to people in a way that's easy to understand. So, uh, you know, I, I think the people that are calling in for their information and getting you, I think they're very lucky. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity to um, share some of the things that we do here at Acredo. It's our pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Beverly talked about how uh, much she liked being a telephonic nurse. So if you are interested in uh, joining us, go to careers.express-scripts.com to see all of our open positions. And make sure to follow Encapsulated on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts.